Thank you so much for clicking on an episode of Sweet Discernment. I'm your host, Sharon Sade. Today, we are going to be talking about the idea that silence is golden. So let's get into it. Sweet Discernment by Sharon Sade. Once again, my name is Sharon Shade, and I'm your host of the Sweet Discernment Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week, I wanted to talk about the idea that silence is golden. And in most cases, I would normally agree with this statement. And in a lot of cases, I enact this principle. Uh, When someone is annoying me, I typically just tune them out and curate the environment that I want and put myself in positions to be comfortable and to win. But there are times where drama, trauma, nonsense will seek you out. There are also times like in the workplace, when you're at an event, et cetera, where you you can't necessarily dictate your environment. And sometimes silence isn't the only option you have, nor is it the option you should take. And I want to talk about those instances. So the idea of silence is golden, the way it's used now, or towards me anyway, is when someone is doing something that you don't like, ignore them and they'll stop. That's often the advice that we give children. It's like, oh, you got a bully, ignore them, just stop. No, the way to deal with a bully is you stand up to them. A lot of bullies are weak and and easily intimidated and they're enacting their their lack of self-worth and their lack of confidence on you. Usually it's someone who has trauma of their own and you are their punching bag. While we can understand the why, we definitely can't negate the impact of being bullied. So although most bullies are also bullied themselves, usually at home, it doesn't mean that what they're doing is okay and that we should allow it because we understand the why. It comes to me in the form of For instance, the other day, there were multiple people on Twitter who felt that my shelves in the background of my YouTube videos were, my shelf is crooked, according to them. And that bothered them so much that they came to Twitter to tell me about it. And my first response was, what do you expect me to do about that? (laughs) And so we get into a little back and forth where like a lot of people recognize the error in this choice to come to Twitter to antagonize me about my shelf being crooked. And just for clarity's sake, my shelf isn't crooked. It's a two-part shelf and one of them is leaning forward. So while the base is aligned, it's an old shelf and I've put some pretty heavy things on it in the past. It's been up for years and That's why it is leaning forward on one side, but it's not crooked. It's actually just leaning. So again, these are clear acrylic shelves that aren't even really that visible. And even to the to the people who can see them, I would assume you just ignore it. And so the first person who pointed this out to me said, well, I'm OCD and it bothers me. And so my response to that person was, you know, I can't really do anything about your OCD, but I would recommend if it bothers you that much, don't watch, (laughs) don't watch my channel. Like I just... Don't. And then the second person, while acknowledging good for you on speaking up and not letting someone disrespect you or be rude to you, once you cave the first time, you'll be caving over and over again. That person then went on to do the same thing, was like, yeah, I looked and they are just lopsided or something or leaning or slanting or blah, blah, blah. So when I said you literally just acknowledged the error in in how disrespectful this was to nitpick this small, minute detail, something I don't care about. If I cared enough about it, I can trust and believe I would have just taken them down and put them back up. It obviously doesn't bother me. So in my opinion, if it doesn't bother me, then leave it alone. 
And even if it did bother you, I probably wouldn't, as, as far as myself and how I treat my creators that I watch, I would never disrespect someone. I have seen creators that I follow wear clothes or makeup or hair or whatever that I don't necessarily align with or that I don't necessarily like, or it's not my taste. But again, that's that entitlement part. I recognize whenever I have a thought like that, I recognize, well, who asked you? It's not your choice what they wear and what they do. It isn't your choice. And the argument that I got from person number two, who was much more at fault than person number one, the argument that I got was, it's just a shelf. Why are you so upset about shelves? So that's part of that manipulation factor of trying to minimize the impact of their disrespect by saying that I'm overreacting to something small. If it were that small and it was just a shelf and didn't matter, you never would have said anything to me about it in the first place. But here's actually the core principle of why that bothered me. Imagine I invite you over for tea. I clean my home. My home is decorated to my taste, first of all. And you know that coming in. But I decorate my home. I clean my home. I, I cook a meal. I present myself. And I welcome you in to spend time with you. And the first thing you do when you walk in my home is say, your shelf is crooked. Doesn't feel nice, does it? It's rude, isn't it? Regardless of the impact on me, the act in and of itself is rude. Who asked you? I'm not an interior designer, nor do I perpetuate that online. So when someone comes into my space and immediately starts picking it apart and nagging me, I do put up a defense because I deserve to. I deserve to be defended and protected, and I damn sure deserve to use my voice to defend and protect myself. So even if it's just a shelf to you, if I was offended by what you did, instead of being unaccountable and saying, are you having a bad day? Oh, they did the whole Karen playbook. Are you okay today? Are you having a bad day? Hopefully your day gets better. You seem unwell. Oh, they went, life's effed up already. Not enough to be mad over shell. Oh, they did the whole, try. they tried to manipulate me. And I could tell I was dealing with someone that wasn't that bright. So I was mindful of that. Like, you know, don't go in the way that you could because this person seems unwell. Like they don't seem normal. Like maybe someone in their life is doing this to them and they're, you know, kind of purging that, their need for authority onto you because they don't have anyone else to go to. They they themselves said their life was effed up. And so when I read that, I didn't have any compassion, but I did understand where that was probably coming from. So I didn't go in the way I wanted to. Um, but I did say, and this person goes by royal expert, which <laughs> if you know what, what I talk about on my channel, which is defending the royals and particularly Megan and Harry from harassment and abuse and gaslighting, you would have known that that trying to gaslight me and manipulate me wouldn't have gone over well, nor did it go over well with the people who watch my channel. They were quite upset about it on Twitter. Um, and many of them came to my defense, which I appreciated, but it was just shocking that in this day and age, especially this person watches my channel, so they kind of know me to a certain extent. They thought that they would get away with this, asking me not to use my voice to defend myself, but also putting me in a position to have to defend myself in the first place. So if someone is disrespecting you or mistreating you, I don't agree with the idea that silence is golden. Speak up for yourself. Some things, they might not hit your radar, or you might just say, oh, who cares? But you're not entitled. They're not entitled to you just corroborating their mistreatment of you. Like, here's the thing. After disrespecting me and after I acknowledged that I felt that it was rude, I was offended by the just the notion that you could be so entitled to give me critique on something that is not your place to critique, at least not to me anyway. And there was nothing going to change about myself. So you did it for the sake of being feeling entitled and feeling like you were entitled to disrespect me. Be rude to me. I told you I didn't like it, regardless of how you felt about it and regardless of your intention, the impact was still you offended me.
And instead of apologizing, this idiot goes on to say, hopefully your day gets better. Maybe I just put you over the edge. I can see you've lost it. They kept trying to gaslight me and make me feel crazy. And when I was reading that, it didn't offend me any more than the initial offense. It just made me look at them and say, oh my God, this person is probably in an abusive home or this person has been experiencing abuse or trauma in some way because they're clearly trying to enact the standard manipulator oppression thing, the whole playbook onto me. It was very much a Karen. And then when I responded and was like, girl, get your ass on somewhere. She responded with, you're being very aggressive. I said, oh yeah, I'm definitely dealing with a Karen. <laughs> but it wasn't that response because that, that comes a dime a dozen. If you guys knew what kind of critiques I get on the regular, you would know why I don't put up with the shit. I get told, I don't like your makeup today. Don't like your hair today. Don't like your shirt today. Don't like your shelf. It's crooked. Don't like that picture of Harry. You should use a different picture. Don't like that you bought that bag from Invictus. You should have bought a different bag from Invictus. Like people say, I like, I get about 10 or 15 comments, tweets, DMs, emails a day with people giving me and purging their need for authority, but people giving me unsolicited critique which tells me they don't listen when they watch my channel anyway, because they would know that that doesn't fly well with me. And in those situations, I usually just block them. I figure out what their name is, go to go to uh, YouTube, or I'll send it to the person who helps me with my YouTube and they block them because I don't want that kind of environment. One of the things that I see as an indicator for someone needing to be blocked versus someone just making a misstep is if I feel like this behavior could actually affect the people who, who the other people who watch my channel. Because the goal for me with my channel is one, to speak out against harassment and oppression, but then two, um, create a safe space for people who also want to do the same and speak out against harassment and protect and, and oppression. So when I see someone willing to mistreat me or disrespect the host, I know that they would be more than willing to disrespect the people who subscribe to my channel. And that is where I actually put my foot down. And I should be putting my foot down when it comes to me as well, which I'm getting better at, but I definitely don't put up with shit when it comes to my subscribers. I, I really appreciate the people who subscribe to my channel. They don't have to. And so I've promised them that I would try my best to create a safe space. So if you're willing to disrespect me, the host, then you would definitely disrespect them. And that's when you're gonna see mama bear come out. You're gonna see a fucking lioness every single time. And so a person reached out to me after this whole melee, which I stood my ground, I am not gonna cave to drama. I'm not gonna cave to trolls. If you feel bold enough to come and attack me, if I don't block you, you're gonna get a response. You are gonna get your earned response. And trying to turn the tables on me, that doesn't work on me, sweetie. I'm grown, grown, I'm 35, I'm a grown ass woman. That does not work on me. I am married with a husband and a home. I'm very happy, very comfortable in my life. You can't turn the tables on me, boo. That just don't work. Go play with your little friends. I ain't one of your little friends. And so, <laughs> but what spawned this pod, now that you know where we are and where this is coming from, what spawned this podcast episode was the fact that someone messaged me well-meaning and said, you know, I hate that they did that. And, you know, I definitely believe that creators have to be very brave because you have to put yourself on the forefront. I'm sending you love and light. And that was all well and good. But then they included this little nugget. But being a content creator, that's something you have to deal with. I understand the sentiment that that is part of content creation and being showing your own face on YouTube or just being a content creator or being a host on a YouTube or any other social media platform. I get what they were saying because that makes sense, but it isn't something that I have to deal with. And it echoes that same sentiment of darling boy, just ignore the press. This is what they do. You can't take on the press. My darling boy, just keep quiet. 
Who does she think she is? The press attacks everyone. All the, the royal wives went through it. Who does she think she is? Just keep quiet. It echoes all of that. You're going to take on the Daily Mail. You're going to sue the Daily Mail. Who do you think you are? Just keep quiet. Just ignore them. It's part of the territory. And if you knew what my channel was geared towards, you would have known that ain't it, boo. As a woman, as a black woman, but as a person, my well-being is my own priority. My well-being is the priority of the people who love me and the people who are in my actual real circle and actually know me as a human. I'm authentic on my YouTube channel, but you get 30 to one, 30 minutes to an hour of me a day, if that, Monday through Friday. You do not know me. I am not your friend. I am not your family member. And you cannot dictate what is tolerable for me. Now, if you allow people to disrespect you and mistreat you or nitpick you or try and neg you, then you go right on ahead. But let me tell you this, my space, my YouTube channel, that is a safe space for you to feel safe. I won't allow people to treat you that way there. So I would ask that you don't try and enable people who do that to do that to me. And if that's the case, then I just blog. <laughs> but it was interesting because a lot of people had this and just ignore trolls, just ignore trolls. The difference is I do ignore trolls because there are people with the intent to just antagonize. These two people who were disrespecting me or mistreating me or nitpicking me, they weren't trolls. They were actual subscribers of my channel. I went back and looked at our history. I had interacted with them before multiple times. They sent love and light and they'd commented and they'd been great. And what could have been a minor overstep, and then I put up the boundary and let them know that, that I'm not okay with that. What could have been a simple, sorry, Sharon, didn't realize I would offend you, won't do it again, and we could have moved on. They Both of them failed to correct the behavior, nor hold themselves accountable. And both of them, one of them went to deflection, and the other one went to immediate antagonizing manipulative behavior. And they go by royal expert with Harry and Meghan all over their social media. And I was shocked because... If you understand the plight of Harry and Meghan, you would have known that that behavior is toxic. You would have known that that behavior perpetuates a much larger problem. You would have known that that behavior, trying to intimidate, antagonize, and manipulate and gaslight a woman for simply saying, you've offended me, I don't appreciate it. You would have known to say, I'm so sorry, because if it wasn't your intent, what's the harm in saying, I'm sorry. But the goal wasn't to say, I'm sorry. The goal wasn't to do something well-meaning. The goal was, I know this person because I watch them. They don't know me, so I feel like I'm entitled to treating her however, and because I watch her channel, I can mistreat her. And then the, the goal of the person telling me to be quiet was, well, we're entitled to that because we subscribe. You should just ignore it. That's what happens. It comes with the territory. And what was said to me was, you just have to deal with it. So this is to all the people who go to work every day, who are in a relationship, who, who have these environments where they are put through the ringer, where they are mistreated, where they are disrespected, where they are taunted or what have you. And the people around them enable the abuse and oppression and disrespect with the cone of silence. Just ignore it. Be bigger than this. I am bigger than this. Speaking up for myself does not diminish me in any way. And it doesn't diminish you either. If you're being mistreated, you don't deserve that. And I stand by you and using your voice and speaking up for yourself in the same way that I always hold myself down and speak up for myself. 
Am I going to let somebody with vampiric intentions drain my energy? No. But will I let them know you fucked up? Yes. Will I continue to always protect myself? Absolutely. And most of all, which should also be equal priority, but most of all, in addition to protecting myself, I will always protect my subscribers or anyone who comes into a space that I create in general. I do not allow gaslighting. I do not allow manipulating. And to see someone attempt to do that on me made me laugh. But then too, it made me wonder if they're okay in their home life, if they're maybe abusing someone else or being abused. And that is why I didn't stay silent. Because once you let one bully get away with it, it's open season. And as a black woman, I have been in environments where people felt like they could scapegoat me and it was open season on me. And back then I didn't know I could use my voice. I always looked at it as, well, I'm going to take the high road. But this is the difference. The high road is taking the best choice based on who you are and elevating yourself in every situation. That doesn't negate speaking up for yourself. You can easily still maintain the high road while also still speaking up for yourself. That insinuates that speaking up for yourself and putting up a boundary is in some way low, in some way derogatory or disrespectful or unbecoming of a woman. It gives the str those strong vibes of a lady needs to know her place. It definitely gives that energy. And I thought, well, if someone would be willing to do this to me, especially after witnessing this poor haphazard attempt at manipulation publicly towards me, and they would tell me that I just have to deal with it. What women in their lives are they telling? Just deal with the abuse, sweetie. If you ignore the abuse, it'll go away. If you just don't upset him, he won't hit you. If you just don't speak up, you, you'll, you'll, you won't be mistreated anymore. Don't make me hurt you. Why did you make me do this to you? It gave strong vibes of, as long as you stay silent, you'll be okay. You don't deserve to speak up for yourself or speaking up for yourself is in some way unbecoming. Well, I'll say this. Kelly Catrone was talking to Whitney Port on the city. And one of the little nuggets she told her was, you have to decide whether you want to be ordinary or be successful. And in making that decision, you have to decide whether or not you care if people perceive you as a bitch or not. Successful people don't give a damn if they are perceived as bitches because they know their intention. But most of all, they know their boundaries and their worth. And to people who intend to mistreat you or manipulate you, that's the last thing they want you to know. So to the people who've attempted to disrespect me, nitpick me, pick me apart, make me or mold me into what they want me to be, and to the people who choose to silence me, I will tell you this now. I know me. I support me. And I'll always be okay because I'll always have me. And if that doesn't sit well with you, see your way out and I'll see you next Tuesday. So that's my episode for the week. And I'm going to leave you with this. Do not allow anyone to disrespect you. Standing up for yourself is always an option. And it is not unbecoming of you to speak up. You have a voice. And you as a woman or as a person should feel empowered to use it. Anyone who tells you to silence yourself, to diminish yourself, to only be half of yourself, they don't have a sense of self themselves. You will always be okay because you will always have you. And I hope you always feel empowered to stand up for yourself, to protect yourself, but most of all, believe in yourself. Thank you so much for listening this week, and I will see you next time. Sweet Discernment by Sharian Sade. 